Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Movies in a Meal, a podcast where we talk about movies and other things while we eat. I'm your co-host, Ben, and as always, I'm going by Keith hey. and Brad. What's up? So, school is back in session, <laughs> and school is back in session for Brad, and we're going to talk about the 1973 movie, Enter the Dragon. And we picked this movie, I guess we'll explain a little bit later, but the timing was great because this movie was actually back in the movie theaters in August, so we all got to see it on the big screen, uh, you know, Brad for the first time. You know, I'll let Brad talk about this movie that stars Bruce Lee, about the plot, and uh, we'll just jump right into it. So Brad, let's enter the dragon about. Alright, summary is always courtesy of IMDb. A Shaolin martial artist travels to an island fortress to spy on an opium lord who is also a former monk from his temple under the guise of attending a fighting tournament. I'll give you the probably very brief summary of Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee is a, uh, was a martial artist, probably one of the most influential uh, martial artists of all time. He had done some work in Hollywood before, uh, most famously as Kato, Green Horde's sidekick in the television series. The television series Kung Fu, he basically pitched, but they went with somebody who was not Asian, uh, David Carradine, to do that. And, you know, he had had some success with martial arts movies in uh, Hong Kong and, and China and everything like that. But Enter the Dragon was really going to be his breakout movie for American audiences, even though he is American. But sadly, uh, he passed away not too long after this movie came out. Even if you've never seen the movie and Brad Haddon before this, um, you know, the, those iconic poses with him, like shirtless, all scratched up with the mirrors. I mean, you've seen it. This movie stars Bruce Lee, as we said, John Saxon, Jim Kelly, the martial artist, not the Buffalo Bills quarterback. <laughs> Brad, we introduced you to this movie. You saw it for the first time on the big screen, so first impressions? It was good. Okay. All right, so Keith, there you, um, go. <laughs> you want to do the plugs? <laughs> School's out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can only turn in stuff like that to get a passing grade. I've been perfect for school. No, um, Brad, Brad, uh, it, this, that was the equivalent of saying, like, write a one-page essay, and Brad just put, yes, through the entire, like, it's 25,000 fonts. Yeah. Uh, but no, so, okay, so you like, yeah, you, you was, like this movie? Yes, yeah, so I like this movie. Um, Bruce Lee is great as, as Lee, the character name. Man, it was amazing. I mean, there's not much you, not much you can say about it. But supporting cast was good. So Keith, you and I have seen this before. So had you ever seen it on the big screen? You know, I had, I had in college only because when I was at UGA, this would be, you know, actually graduate school was like '93. You know, it was the kind, it's the kind of movie you show in the daytime to college students because it is a cult classic for a reason. So I'd seen it then, and so seeing it in the theater was great. And actually, I just watched it again last night on Apple because it's only four dollars. And I wanted to remember, you know, because, you know, behind the scenes, folks, we saw this movie a little while ago. And, About a you know, month ago. We get yeah. together when we can, so I just wanted a little refresher. And, you know, it really is a fantastic movie. I'd forgotten, until we saw it this year, just how little martial arts there is in it. There's probably, it, martial arts is probably about a third of the movie, maybe. But what's in it is really impactful. We'll get into the scenes I like the most. But of all the movies that imitated the Bond movies, this one does it pretty fantastically. Now, help me out here. Who who's it played Khan? She Ken, we'll say his name is. Yeah, you know, um The bad guy. Yeah, yeah. I really like you know, Lee was fantastic, Saxon and Williams, but the, the big bad here is what really makes this movie as William says so at one point, I think he said, man, you're straight out of a comic book. Mm -hmm. And that's what that's what he was. But the world they built for Khan's, you know, empire, this crazy island, this was a this is a first rate spy movie, along with being a fun martial arts movie, and that's why I really like it. 
like Keith, I had seen it in college. You know, University of Delaware had this great thing where, you know, they'd have these, like, cheap movies on Wednesday. It was, like, a dollar. So I got to see, like, <laughs> this. And then another occasion, I got to see Shaft for a dollar on the big screen, which is fantastic. As the action aficionado of the three of us, um, it's just great to see this movie and just think about the impact this movie it's 50 years old um it still has and today you know we mentioned about the video games and how there's always a bruce lee character in like a mortal Kombat or a street fighter or tekken or something like that but um just the way the story is set up and it's interesting to keith's point how most modern action movies they sprinkle the action throughout and then there's a big set piece at the end basically this movie opens with a quick fight a one-on-one fight with Bruce Lee, just so people know this guy's bona fides. And then it's kind of slow for the rest of the first act as we're introduced to the characters, and slow, slow, slow. But then the last 35 minutes is all fighting. And, you know, I also have a personal affinity for this movie, too, because when I was growing up, I feel like this was always the summer CBS movie on Saturday. So I just remember watching it on Saturday nights every year. And, you know, just the, the one-on-one fights towards the end in the tournament are just kind of seared through my mind, especially with him and uh, O'Hara, Bob Wall, who's kind of the underling uh, bad guys in this. You know, and half tip to uh, Jim Kelly, who basically used this movie to springboard uh, into some other movies, like that black exploitation movie, Black Boat Jones. And John Saxon, I thought, was actually pretty good, too. He's almost a co-lead in this, because there's, watching it again last time, I was kind of surprised how, like, Bruce Lee is, kind of disappears for a lot, and, and Saxon is really kind of a co-star instead of being a supporting guy to Bruce Lee, but... Um, it's great. In the last 35 minutes when it's just just crazy like martial arts kung fu fighting <laughs> and then you have the showdown between uh, Bruce Lee's character Lee and the bad guy at the end. It's just, it's iconic. Jim Kelly as we have He's my, I think I gave him my secret MVP. I sure. really did. I really, no, there's actually somebody else I'll mention in a second. He's, he's second. He's second in the running. It's just, I love, the personality is just great. I think he could have probably been featured a little more, in my opinion. I think the fight scene with Han was definitely one of the better ones. So is it, is it Han or Khan? It's is Han. It Han. Han. Han with an H. Okay, yeah, it's uh, that fight scene. I think was 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 really well done. My secret MVP though is uh, Bolo Bolo Young as Bolo. I think I'm pretty. He's the right. main. He's the main. The main of the bad guy. Yeah, he's 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 the heavy, and I mean. I've seen him before this, though. I've seen him in uh, Bloodsport. Bloodsport. So 15 years after he did this movie, he was in basically Jean-Claude Van Damme's breakout movie as a bad guy in Bloodsport. And he basically looks the same. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I mean, he's just, he's a, he's a menacing presence. Yeah. I mean, and it's just, I think the introduction of him and just seeing the way he, it, the, just the fighting style and everything, I think that was very well done. I didn't like the way he lost to Roper. It just seemed a little cheap. But I mean, I guess that's the Roper character, though. But I don't know. I, I would expect I would like to see a little more out of him. I just I really enjoyed the character. Yeah, I mean, we talked a lot about Bruce Lee already. But I'll tell you, there's two scenes that I love: one that he's in, and one that he's not. We mentioned the O'Hara fight, and that movie that is fantastic. That's the best. I think because, that's the best fight actually with him and Bruce yeah, Lee. Yeah, and, and the re- part of the reason is is because you never see Bruce Lee really cocky and taunting. What he does to O'Hara, he just beats the heck out of him, and that is a really fun scene. But on the opposite end of the spectrum, the scene where his sister comes to the island, and that's a great, it's a know, great, flashback, great martial yeah. arts scene, but yeah. also has to do with, I don't want to spoil it, we can spoil it. It has a lot to do with honor, and it's done very well in martial arts movies, and it's, it's a hard-to-watch scene, but that one yeah. sticks in my mind. 
you know that that final fight scene, which as Ben said, the first last thirty five minutes is incredible. It's just all one big fight, basically. But the the Hall of Mirrors fight is sensational. And that's of course the one where you see the claw marks on his on his face. That's what that's the yeah. if you have a Bruce Lee poster, that's part of the poster you have. Yes, when you think about Bruce Lee, that's probably <laughs> yeah. what you think about. But there's humor throughout the, the way that the way that Han ends up skewered on the mirror, yeah. and it's just spinning as Bruce Lee leaves. That's that's pure. And then as the helicopters arrive, just everything's been resolved. I mean, that's, that's, yeah. that sets up, it not only sets up, you know, action movies from here on out, but it sets up Raiders as far as the humor. Yeah. It sets up Rambo as far as, the, you know, the uh, Vietnam War hangover. There's so many things going on here that is, inspired everything that came after it. I know when I saw it in college, people laughed. And, it, you know, again, it's the, it's the comic book mustache-twirling mm-hmm. villain. It's just, you know, Han doesn't have it. He's missing one hand. So he has, like, these <laughs> accessory hands. <laughs> And I know the crowds laugh because he puts, you know, I guess they're trying to be authentic, but, you know, he's got, like, some bear claws, but they even put the fur on there and stuff yeah. like that. I know that people really Wasn't people that the laughed. final shot? Like, the claw with the... Yeah, the I guess it's kind of, kind of like Wolverine a little bit now yeah. that I think about it. When Bruce Lee's, like, raiding the facility on the second time around when he's fighting the whole dojo, I think that's, that's pretty good. I don't know. It's influential for sure, and um, I don't know what else to say. Um... I think it might be on Max too for free. I'm not maybe. sure. Um, well, you you had to pay for it, so I assume yeah, you yeah. looked you, at. You can watch it on Vudu if you want to watch the commercials for yeah. free. I'm pretty sure. Apple, I rented it for four dollars. It was not on any of the various streaming I pay for, but I don't have Max anymore. But no. I mean, and honestly, you can, you can definitely find it, and for only four dollars. So. And honestly, if you wanted to, I mean, the main stuff, which is the fights, um, I'm yeah. sure it's probably all on YouTube mm-hmm. for sure. Do you have any box office numbers, Brad? I wrote it down. If you if you don't, I do. Do you want me to give uh, my rating on it? Give your rating first. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Um, I'll give it a four out of five. Okay. I, I I really enjoyed the movie for 1973. It's definitely uh, storytelling wise because most post fighting movies the story is kind of omitted for more action pieces, <laughs> and uh, this movie did not do that. I mean, it's a simple story, and they they had it perfection. The fight scenes were great. I do have the overall number. It made. $400 million on an $850,000 budget, and it made $90 million on the opening opening weekend, I believe is what I said. Is that adjusted that. for 1973? That, that it, must, might, it has to be. I, That's might, a, I might be adjusted. Yeah. I, I have to, I did my notes like a month ago, so. Well, um, here's what it said. I had it made over $400 million worldwide. Yes. Adjusted for inflation, this never, this never kind of would be two billion dollars, two thousand twenty-two. Yeah, so it might have been ninety million dollars yeah. in nineteen seventy-three. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Well, well that makes sense because in America and obviously yeah. he was huge in yeah. Asia. So um, this film was uh, was put in the National Film Registry in two thousand four. But this is considered by many as the most influential kung fu movie of all time and inspired many writers and directors. Let me uh, ask you guys. I'll start with Brad first. Are you going to guess the Rotten Tomatoes? Critics. I'm going to say critics probably were going to be a little harder on this than what they should. I'm going to give it 81%. Audience, I'm going to say 96%. Keith. You know, just because it's it's a legend, I'm going to give uh, critics a little more credit. I'll go 90 and. I say you're spot on, Brad. I'd say 98 even with fans. Keith, you're kind of close with the critics. Um, It's almost a dead even between critics and audience. 89% for critics, 91% for the audience. Critics consensus, courtesy Rotten Tomatoes, badass to the max, Enter the Dragon Mm -hmm. is the ultimate kung fu movie and a fitting, if untimely, Bruce Lee swan song. 
I do have some trivia. Okay. We'll, we'll blaze through a couple of those real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce Lee actually struck Jackie Chan in the face with one of his fighting sticks. Yeah, Jackie Chan was in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, he immediately apologized and insisted that Chan could work on all his movies after that. Oh, God. But oh, he never that, had that. That's dark. Yeah. Unfortunately, he <laughs> died before he could keep his promise. Um, an extra challenged Bruce Lee to a fight to see if he really was that good. <laughs> Lee won the fight and sent the extra back to work afterwards. Fights broke out on set between stuntmen and extras hired from rival families of the triad. So, on set, Bruce Lee offered $100 to anyone who could catch his hand before he jabbed them. It didn't cost him a penny. Rod Taylor was originally considered for the role of Roper, but he was thought to be too tall compared to Bruce Lee, with whom he would have been uh, sharing many action scenes with. Jackie Chan is the villain that falls into the uh, acid pond. Originally, Han was going to kill Roper, and Williams and Lee would have fight Han's army at the end. Roper's and Williams' roles were reversed by John Saxon's agent. So, Brad, uh, thumbs up then? Thumbs, thumbs yeah. way up, yeah. I think it's, uh, it's definitely a movie you should yeah. see even now. It's not outdated at all. As far as the next few movies up on the... Uh, this is tentative, because we could switch it at any time. At any time, but... Uh, <laughs> After Enter the Dragon, we uh, Enter the Dragon is actually our twentieth film we've seen so far. So we wow. are we are officially halfway through. Haven't the you list. graduated by now? Uh, <laughs> I'm Brad is in his own style. Yeah, yeah. Style. I'm, I'm going to say I'm in seventh grade right now. What do they I, call it? Um, it's a uh, continued learning or like yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. lifelong learning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm here ahead to college here soon. But uh, yeah, so uh, the next next three on the list is uh, In the Heat of the Night. Okay. Hoop Dreams mm -hmm. and uh, The Rear Window which I believe that's not changed since last time yeah. uh, so like I said this is subject to change sure. okay alright so why don't we go ahead and wrap this up then so uh, for well actually uh, let me get Keith to do the plugs and then we can wrap All it up alright folks you can find us at moviesandmealog at gmail.com moviesandmeal on Twitter and you can listen on Apple Podcasts Spotify or wherever you find your podcasts okay so for this episode of Movies and Meal I'm Ben and Keith spread peace